Hello, hello, hello. It's Rima here and welcome to the Remarkable Me podcast. This is another self-growth and well-being espresso shot and today's episode is pretty much a different one um, because it's a podcast on the go. I am, maybe you have noticed, recording straight to my phone because I'm currently traveling abroad and just moving around so I couldn't take all my equipment with me to just carry it. So I guess this is what you're stuck with for now, but I just couldn't miss the opportunity to discuss more things with you and share those things and hopefully help other people along. Now, today's topic is going to be around the key main reasons why we feel stuck. You see, the state of feeling stuck is something that I am personally familiar with. And it seems that more or less, most of the women that I work with in my hypno-coaching practice, they struggle with this feeling. And whether that is described as, you know, hitting a glass wall, an invisible wall, a limbo state, um, or feeling blocked, it's kind of the same state. So I thought I would just touch on the key main reasons why we feel stuck, because in understanding this state or where it originates, it could help us move towards solutions. And that is what I want for you, as I perfectly know that at least once in our lives, we will feel stuck. This is part of our evolution, of our growth as human beings. So it's natural, it is happening. So without further ado, I think it's just fair to jump straight to the discussion and to the key reasons why we feel stuck. In working with women, I realized that there's a common story or a variation of this story that I keep hearing over and over again. So usually they tell me something along the lines of, Rima, I have a good job, I have a good partner, I have a child, a pet, a car, a house, whatever, and I don't feel satisfied. I can't find the joy and happiness of starting a new day and I feel stuck and there's also frustration building up because although I know I'm having all these things that should be making me happy I don't feel as such and I'm feeling stuck in this process so to explain this phenomenon and state to them I start by explaining Maslow's hierarchy of needs because this is a common scenario of when someone has met their basic needs such as food job security but they haven't fulfilled their top tier needs that of self-fulfillment so what these women are describing to me is that they have uh, filled their purpose that of having a good job and just being a good professional but they haven't fulfilled their passion and having a purpose and having a passion are different things so usually what they lack is that passion that drive that joy that excitement and just to kind of draw parallel so you'd understand why that is happening and why they feel it as something's missing and they're stuck is because when we're children everything's new to us we come into the world and everything is exciting we like to taste things try things 
touch things everything is just stimulating to us and our curiosity is being stimulated so we're constantly excited and having that state of joy when we're kids um, if we have a new piece of clothing we're so excited to wake up the next day and wear it and go to school or we can't wait to wake up in the morning because we're going to a summer camp so that excitement that type of excitement and passion and curiosity slowly fades away as we're becoming adults because we are building up professional experience we are going towards security we are going and finding ways to meet our basic needs and along the way we are kind of forgetting about that curiosity about our passion the one that we had as children so Oftentimes what I would recommend to these women is for them to really start looking into different things that maybe they have let go or put on hold throughout the years and usually these are things that excited us back in childhood or look into new things that would excite them and make them curious and that brings that sentiment of a thrill, that excitement and the anticipation of it that would excite them because usually passion and excitement is built with elements of learning so as children because everything was novel we would learn a lot and whenever we are learning we're putting our brain into a state of just curiosity and excitement and as adults we often because we're either tired or we're busy with just our professional lives we're not engaging in that learning curve as much as we used to and so we get into that very limited container that basically says this is what you know and this is what you're doing daily and this is what you're stuck with and in order for you to move out of this container with everything you've learned so far you need to do something else but because this feeling is not something that you're used with and you don't know how to move and step forward you feel like you are stuck in that container so this uh, first level of why we feel stuck is because our um, top tier need is not being filled that of self-fulfillment so i encourage you if you're experiencing this to look into new ways to try new things learn new things specifically and get you going into into new areas um, that get you out of your comfort zone that push the limits a little bit because it comes with that thrill and the excitement and joy and curiosity and these are key to having your brain being stimulated and giving you that good feeling second reason why we might feel stuck is because we have self-conflicting inner parts. What this means is that we have two psychological parts, the conscious and the subconscious. And the conscious part is one that wants a goal to be happening, an objective to be happening. Maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's an achievement, maybe it's a goal that you have work-related. 
and then the subconscious part associates that goal with something that leads to some sort of pain or suffering and when that happens when in your mind you're like yes i want this but then you're kind of sabotaging your ways to getting there or pursuing something that is inner conflict that means that you're not making any real progress not forward not backwards you're just on ground zero and it's often described as self-sabotage because in self-sabotage you know people just doubt a lot of things it's kind of wanting things but not it's kind of wanting a relationship but then acting cold it's kind of wanting to pursue something and then stepping on your own foot to kind of not let that thing happen so you're kind of in that cycle of repetitive patterns of you pushing and pulling yourself um, to achieve something so when that constantly happens obviously there's a lot of energy lost along the way because you're constantly debating life in your own head if something's right or wrong if you should say something or not if you you should pursue something or not if you've hurt someone or not so these things could have different intensities it could be something that is only related to one thing or aspect in your own life but to many women usually that is kind of happening in many areas of their lives which is a symptom of self-sabotage or if we move it even further it's a symptom of imposter syndrome so depending on the intensity and to how many things this self-conflict is connected it could be something that's very mild or something that's very strong and when it's strong especially when it's strong you are basically in 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 a position where you could potentially have an identity crisis let me explain why when you're in a position where you're overthinking life in your own head and constantly debating um, and being self-conflicted about who you are and who you're not what you can or cannot do and so on you can't meet yourself authentically you can't even know what your real potential is because you never fully show up there out of a fear of putting yourself out there and because you feel like a fraud in so many aspects and you feel so self-conflicted about the things that you should be saying or doing or showing or how far you should be going in a relationship you never fully show up for yourself out there which can lead to that identity crisis where you don't really know who you are because you're constantly adjusting your identity depending on what's happening around you so self-conflict inner conflict is a key element in feeling stuck because if you're constantly kind of making a step forward and then backwards and you're never really moving things around you're you're stuck in a cycle that is just so repetitive that you feel stuck You don't feel like you are getting out of a routine, getting out of a pattern, that something new is coming into your life, that you're making any progress, that you get to know yourself better because you're living your life based on these old patterns that are very self-conflicted. So there's a spectrum here when it comes to self-conflicting inner parts. Um, where it could be only related to one aspect of your life, but it could be that this is a general um, trait that you have, psychological trait, where you have a lot of inner doubt and inner conflict and that reflects in different areas of your life. So key element number two that makes us feel stuck is that of having self-conflicting inner parts, whether that relates to just one area of our lives or more than just one.
mention the third reason why we might feel stuck, it's worth mentioning that our human design at the very core has the intention of protecting us and keeping us alive in real time. Thus, we do have many mechanisms that have been formed over time. And many times as adults, a lot of them will not make sense because they don't seem to be serving our intentions as fully grown adults. And it's totally fine because chances are most of them have been shaped years prior, many in childhood, where the thinking and the mind and the brain were at a different stage and thus the mechanisms and the coping patterns have been shaped differently which most naturally are not serving us as adults so it's good to understand these things it, it it's good to acknowledge how these are showing up in our lives and how by understanding those we can then change and form new patterns so that these would serve our intentions and our goals as adults now jumping on to the third reason why we might feel stuck this is also connected with depression and that is because it's that state when someone can't let go of feelings or events of the past and depression is pretty much um, a similar state where someone is constantly ruminating on the past because they can't accept that certain things have happened certain outcomes have happened or that some things have happened to them or they have done certain things so what this means is that this person's mind is then preoccupied with trying to change a past that no longer can be changed and change certain outcomes that have already happened in the present so this is one impossible mission to do which is why the brain is stuck in that loop of kind of going through the cycle of thinking of that past event not accepting it then having the guilt and the shame associated with it and just having a full-on cycle repeating over and over again and oftentimes people experiencing depression they also have some responsibility around their shoulders over something that happened in the past whether that is something they've done or something that has happened to someone else so they feel responsible for many of these things that have happened and because they had a different outcome they have this guilt associated with it because through their responsibility they couldn't meet what they were expected to do so this is a very complex topic because it goes into so many aspects of how depression unfolds in one's experience of it and how it affects different aspects of their lives but essentially it's that impossible mission of trying to change a past that no longer can be changed and coming to peace with the outcomes that weren't in our favor or maybe weren't how we expected them to be this has been quite long but i really hope what i just said has been useful to you so just to recap the three key reasons why we feel stuck is first because that higher need of self-fulfillment isn't met which means that we need to look into finding our passion something that stimulates our creativity our joy our curiosity and has some elements of learning attached or associated with it the second reason is because we have self-conflicting inner parts where a conscious 
part of us wants something but then the subconscious part associated with some sort of pain creating more conflict and consuming us with an internal debate and a cycle where we kind of make progress but we're pulling ourselves from making progress as well this means that in order to get out of this type of stuck we need to find peace between the two parts and that can be done through different practical exercises where you are going to mediate the the space between the subconscious and the conscious and create a new pattern that overrides the old one and then the third reason why we feel stuck usually is because we can't let go of feelings of the past feelings or events of the past meaning that we're occupying our mind with the impossible mission of trying to change outcomes that no longer can be changed and thus being stuck in a cycle of constantly ruminating about the past trying to change something that we no longer can change this can also be done through different practical exercises with subconscious work hypnotherapy hypnosis usually helps you with this and um it's it's about create creating a new perspective in seeing things and eliminating and diminishing a lot of the shame the guilt and emotional intensity that is associated with different events and memories of the past I hope this has been useful to you if you think that someone might need to hear these key reasons why we feel stuck to forward this episode to who you might think needs it otherwise if you're a woman and would like to get to know more about yourself and how you've come to be who you are i also have a free masterclass that you can just sign up to and watch it and take good notes about the different aspects that make up our mind and how it's formed us to be who we are so if you want to definitely watch it um access the link that i'm giving out with this episode so you could join me and um, get the practical exercises that come with the masterclass as well otherwise i'll see you next time and i hope i'll meet you here bye